Hello, my friends. Welcome back to Hold Up, Let Me Explain. I'm your host, Nicole. And before I jump into this episode, I just want to give a huge thank you and shout out to everybody who has DM'd me, inboxed me, texted, called, reposted, shared, liked, commented on this new launch, on this new project of my podcast. I can't even begin to tell you how good it felt to see the kind of feedback and reaction I received from all of you. You know, it's crazy because whenever, you know, you think about launching a website, a blog, a podcast, a YouTube channel, you know, you never know what the kind of reaction you're going to get. Oh, you know, is anybody really going to care? Are they even going to listen in? And the fact that I've had so many listens so far throughout this week just made me feel so loved and cared for. I mean, people who I haven't spoken to in years were reaching out to me telling me how much they love the podcast already. And so I just want to say thank you. I adore you. I love you. Thank you. It feels, it feels really good. And I just felt like it's important for me to say that to you guys. Thank you. And don't you worry. I do plan on staying consistent with this because this is fun. You know, it's funny because, you know, I'm, I'm sitting in this chair, I'm talking into this microphone and I feel like I'm looking at you guys in the eyes right now telling you this story. I mean, I'm looking at a wall right now, <laughs> but it just, it feels good. And I'm going to stay consistent and I'm going to give you the tea every Monday. So always, and please stay tuned for that. Now you saw the title of the episode. The time I almost got kidnapped in Vegas. Oh yes. This is what we're talking about. This is the tea. And I want you to know this is a true story, but I'm going to let you be the judge of, was I almost kidnapped? What do you think? I think I almost got kidnapped. My friends kind of call it for what it is. I almost got kidnapped, but I'm going to tell you the story and I want you to be the judge of it. Was I overreacting? Do you think that I created this big ass scenario in my head? I don't know. We're going to talk about it. But I'm going to start from the beginning like I always do. So growing up, I never had a big birthday. Never had a sweet 15, never had a sweet 16, or like a big 18th birthday bash. Never really had any of that. So when I was 16 and I was working, I remember thinking to myself like, okay, I'm obviously not going to have these things. I wanted to have an 18th birthday, big 18th birthday, but I wasn't sure if... It was going to work out the way that I wanted to. So I figured, you know what? No, I want to have a big 21st birthday and I want to celebrate it in Vegas. It was something I had it in my head since I was 16 years old. I was like, I might not have, you know, this big birthday bash, but you know what? I want to have a wild 21st birthday in Vegas. I don't want, you know, my friends to record me buying beer at Walmart, which Listen, if that's what you wanted to do, then that's what you wanted to do. But me, mm-mm, I wanted a big one. So here we go. I'm about to turn 21. It's here. We're ready. I'm excited. I have a group of friends, and I have two girlfriends who had a friend who lived out in Vegas. Now, she worked for this agency. She was like this bad bitch. Oh, my God. She has like a crazy-ass body. And she worked for this agency. And so she just had all these great connections to clubs and parking. And just she just knew where all the spots were. She had a house in Vegas. And so she offered her place so that we can celebrate my birthday there. I was so grateful. Still grateful to this day because, you know, with that alone, she saved us so much money. 
So all that we needed to worry about was spending money and our flights. Once that was booked, we were so excited, we were ready. We flew out actually the day of my birthday, which, you know, at the time it was like, oh, that sucks. You know, you're celebrating your 21st birthday on an airplane. You know what? It didn't matter because we were spending an entire week in Vegas. And I had all my outfits prepared. I had my little sash. I had my crown. I was ready. I was so fucking ready. So we arrived. First day, we kept it low key. Um, but the following day was when we were going to, you know, we were going to get lit. So I wore this cute pink glittery dress, my sash. I had a little glow stick. I was like, you know, practically waving it around as I'm like walking down the Vegas Strip. And so our first club was Hackensand. I think I'm pronouncing that right, Hackensan. And that night, Steve Aoki was DJing, which I didn't realize that DJs in Vegas are typically, the ones that play in these big clubs are well-known DJs. I really wasn't aware of this. So given that it's the first night out and all of a sudden it's Steve Aoki DJing, I'm, I'm feeling like a boss. Like, oh my God, I'm about to see DJ, you know Steve Aoki perform. Like, super excited. So I remember... We get to the club, grab a drink. I paid like 40 fucking dollars on a black label and Coke. I mean, obviously, like, it's Vegas. It's expected. But, bitch, I was like, shit, these prices, like, and it's only the first day. Damn. But it's all good. Um, we saw Steve Aoki from a distance. He was going crazy, flipping his hair. He threw cake, a whole baked cake. At the, at the crowd like it was just wild everything was wild so we're walking around the club and this girl cute petite super skinny huge boobs i just like i mean her tits were bigger than her body okay comes up to me she goes oh my god you're so cute do you want to come inside our vip section and i'm like damn is that easy i'm like oh my god yes and this is the thing i was wearing this pink glittery dress all my friends decided to wear blue for that night just so that I could stand out for the evening. I had the sash, had my little glow stick, you know, like I was just, you know, I was standing out within my friends. So she came up to us, invited us into the VIP section. We go in and it's just so cool. You know, there's all these girls they have bottle service. And I'm not going to lie, there was this one guy sitting in a corner, looked a little sketch, but I was like, whatever, like I'm here to have fun. So this girl, I forgot her name, but she was like immediately obsessed with me she loved that it was my birthday she loved that I was turning 21 and she just she she like practically latched on to me she was like taking pictures with me giving me drinks and she had already met Steve Aoki I don't know how she did it but she did and I guess he she was able to score some shirts some Steve Aoki shirts and she ended up giving me one she was like hey since it's your birthday I just want to give you this shirt that Steve Aoki gave me Listen, for all I know, he probably gave that to, I'm pretty, maybe it was a party favor they were giving it out at the door. I have no idea. But I felt very special because she gave me a Steve Aoki shirt that, according to her, was personally given to her, yet she gave to me. Okay, let me have this one. I still have this shirt. I go to sleep with it on, and I would always remember it to be that night, like that shirt from that night. Okay? Okay. So... We're in this VIP section. We're just having a great time. And, you know, there's kind of that point in the night where, like, you know, you just don't want to sit in one place. You know, we're in Vegas. It's our first night out. So we decide to sort of club hop. So before I go, the girl is like, let me give you my number. We're going, we're, we're, we're getting a VIP section at a pool party at Wet Republic. And I want you to come. 
So we exchanged numbers. Um, and she was just like, you know, text me. So like, whatever. So in my head, I'm like, all right, you know what? Like, this is something that I want to really go. Like, I want to go to a pool party during the day. Like, this is, this is what I want. So we left the club. We go to like, I mean, I listen, this was my 21st birthday. This was like seven years ago. I barely remember anything, uh, at least from that time or from, you know, from that day specifically. But I remember that, which is my favorite. Uh, we did club hop. I, I don't remember too much of the night. I mean, obviously I got super drunk. We didn't go back to the house until seven o'clock in the morning. I mean, it was literally daylight outside. But I remember telling the group like, listen, I know we're getting home late. I know we got lit. But bitch, I'm trying to go to this pool party. So do what you got to do to make sure you find the energy in the morning because or in a few hours because I'm trying to do this. Luckily, everybody pulled through. We woke up. All the girls were like hungover. Ironically, I I mean, I'm not saying I was hungover. I bounced back pretty well. But then again, I was 21. Could that exist at this age now? Absolutely not. If I were to go out right now till seven in the morning and somebody were to tell me, bitch, you got four hours to go to sleep because after four hours, we're going to a pool party. I'm going to be like, goodbye. Y'all can have some fun. I'm going home and I'm sleeping until tomorrow. Like not an option, but you know, you're 21, you're in Vegas. Like obviously, you know, you're in it to win it. So we wake up, we all get dressed. I'm super excited. And so I texted the girl. She came through. She texted back. She was like, okay, say this at the door. We're, you know, we're on our way there. There's a, there's a line to get in, but just say this and, you know, they'll lead you to the table. Get to the table. And it's just like all these girls in fucking bikinis, like bad as hell. And we're literally right next to the DJ booth. I'm just like, how, how, how did I get so lucky? Because when we were coming inside of the club or I guess like the pool club, there was a hundred dollar cover and there was a long ass line of people willing to pay that cover charge just to get inside this club. And we literally just walked right through, directed straight to this VIP section, which was next to the DJ booth. And it's like all these girls that look like models, bottle service, there's like chicken tenders and French fries. Like, I mean, there's food everywhere. And that guy is there just being quiet, just in a corner. So the girl that invited me, I go up to her and I'm like, is this the guy that's like paying for everything? She's like, oh yeah, that's my friend. He's really quiet. Don't worry. Like he's really cool. And I was like, okay, cool, whatever. Like, I mean, I don't give a shit. Like I'm here for free. Like I'm chilling, you know? So I'm there, we're taking pictures, we're eating, we're, you know, we're, we're drinking. I'm taking pictures. I'm going out into the crowd. I'm coming back to the VIP section. Like, I feel like, like I'm in a music video. Okay. And then at some point I go up to the guy and I'm like, hi, like I'm Nicole. Like, I don't know if you remember me last night. And he's like, yeah, I remember you. It's your birthday, right? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, happy birthday. Are you having fun? And I'm like, yeah, I'm having a lot of fun. Mind you, this guy has a British accent. I'm like, okay, you are hotter to me right now with that accent. <laughs> um, by the way, as I'm telling you this story, I've posted, okay, I've taken pictures with everybody, especially from the night before and that day. And I posted these pictures on my Instagram from like way before. Mind you, I've had the same Instagram since 2013. So these pictures I've already posted years ago. I had to scroll all the way down to my Instagram account to screenshot them or screenshot them and repost them now. So 
if you go on my Instagram, you're going to see a slideshow of all the pictures of all the people that I'm talking about. I took a picture with the girl that invited me to the VIP section, and I took a picture of the guy who was practically paying for everything. So you will know, you can put a face to everybody I'm talking about. I don't remember their names. I don't have their Instagram handles. I'm sorry you can't stalk them. I apologize, but it is what it is. At least you'll put a face to who I'm talking about. So back to the guy. So I'm talking to the guy and he's like, oh, you know, like, happy birthday. I heard it was your birthday, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, yeah, you know, and I was like, so what makes you do all of this? Like, are one of these girls your girlfriend? Like, you know, um, how do you know all these girls? Like, why are you doing this? Like, this is really nice. And he's just like, oh, I just like being surrounded by pretty girls. I'm just like, okay. And let me tell you, he wasn't weird. Okay. He wasn't touching up on girls. He wasn't fucking, you know, he wasn't doing anything. He was just like sitting there. Now, the more I talk about the story, the more I'm trying to puzzle together, like maybe he was a club promoter or maybe he worked for the club or maybe he was part of like, I don't know, like an agency that kind of like gathered pretty girls together and put them in VIP sections to kind of attract guys to want VIP. I don't know. Um, but he wasn't weird. He was chilling. And we were just having a great time. So I go back to just enjoying myself, taking pictures, taking shots, having a good time. Unfortunately, my group, like their hangover was really catching up to them. And they were like, look, Nicole, <laughs> we know it's your birthday, but we tired. Like, let's bounce. Like, we need to go back to the house. Like, I need to go. I need to sleep a little bit more. Like, you know, like, can we please go? And I was like, fine. And so before we left, the girl that had invited us into the VIP section from the night before, who was also there at the party or at the pool party, was like, hey, let's all go out to dinner. Like my friend wants to take you out to dinner to celebrate your birthday. We're having dinner. I think she said at the New York, New York Hotel. And, you know, I'm from New York. And so I was excited because I haven't I've never been to that hotel or um, I lied. We did go to that hotel and we rode the roller coaster. I don't recommend it. I had the only headache after riding that ride. Jesus, it is so old. Just don't do it. We paid like 15 bucks to literally have a migraine. I paid $15 to get a to, to, to get a headache out of it. Seriously. Um, but I was excited. She had mentioned some hotel or some restaurant that apparently is like really bougie. I did my research on it. That shit was like $4 signs, but I was in it. I was like, Oh my God, like I wanted to go. Um, but unfortunately my, my friends, my group, they weren't about it. I brought it up, but they were like, no, Nicole, we don't know. And I don't think that's a good idea. And I think that's enough. I think we should just focus on us. And I was like, okay. You know, the only reason why I didn't, fight too much about it. It was because, you know, although we were in Vegas for my birthday, this was still everyone else's trip because it was me, three other girls, and then the girl that was hosting us, which was my, I want to say she was my friend. I mean, she is my friend now, you know, but at the time we were still sort of like strangers to each other. You know, she was nice enough to open up her home to us. Um, but I really had to respect everyone's, you know, vibe. And that wasn't everyone's vibe. Thinking back, pisses me off a little bit because I really wanted to have dinner with those people and really figure out, like, who are you? <laughs> like, how are we doing this, you know? Um, but it, we, but that was kind of the end of that moment with them. Now, don't worry. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get to the part where your girl almost got kidnapped. And you're probably thinking, was it that guy? Was it that girl? 
And the truth is, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. It's all very separate. It's all very separate from each other because I, I didn't see them ever again. Ever see, saw them ever again. Um, you know, that girl, I did find her Instagram because um, I tagged her on the photo. Um, but when you click on the handle, it's like an account that can't be found. So I don't, I don't know where the girl's at. Again, I forgot her name. Um, I saved her phone number back, you know, years ago and I, I lost her number. You know, there's times where I think about her and I'm like, I wonder where she is in the world. I wonder if she's inviting other pretty girls to VIP sections. I don't know. Or maybe she settled down and got married. I have no idea. Um, but, uh, but no, I never saw them again um, after, that, uh, after that day. Uh, but uh, fast forward into, you know, my whole Vegas experience. You know, it was fun. We saw a Cirque du Soleil show. We ate at cool buffets, cool restaurants. Um, we eventually did go. We, like, gambled. We went to Fremont Street. We did a lot of sightseeing. We went shopping. Um, yeah, it was cool. Like, we just had a fun time overall. There was a night where we did just kind of keep it low-key. wasn't my vibe. It was my group's vibe. But it's all good. We still had a good time nonetheless. Um, so now I'm going to start talking about the last two nights of our Vegas trip. So the last two nights, or two nights before the last night, this is how it went down. All right, guys, I'm, I'm approaching the, the point of the story. Because remember, like I said before, it takes me forever to get to the motherfucking point. Okay, cool. So we get ready get dressed we go downstairs and the girl that you know it's her house that the one that works in Vegas lives in Vegas whole thing she's like so this would not be a proper Vegas trip if we didn't consider rolling now I don't feel like I'm that young anymore so I don't know if the term has changed, but if those who don't know what rolling is, rolling, to my definition, so sorry if I got it right wrong, <laughs> but rolling is when you take a drug that gets you high, I guess. No, I feel like that's not right. Do I even know what the fuck rolling is? Okay, in other words... I took Molly, okay? She offered Molly. And she reassured us that because she lives in Vegas and because she knows things, she would have the cleanest product. Because out in Vegas, they have all these sorts of crazy things, crazy drugs out there. And sometimes they're, you know, they put like chemicals in it and it's really bad for you. I mean, the shit is bad for you, period, okay? Like, I feel like that's such an oxymoron. However, we trusted the process. I was like, okay, like, fuck it. Like, we're in Vegas. I'm 21. Like, let's get crazy. Let's get wild. So I agreed to it. So all the girls took one. And she just said, you know, trust the process. Have a good time. Don't overthink it. Don't ever tell me not to overthink it because that's the first thing I fucking do. But whatever. Okay. So we, we take it, drink some water, whatever. We're out the door. Now, I don't remember the name of the club. If I go down my Instagram, I know I tagged a location, but I don't even know if it was the right one. So I apologize. I don't remember the name of the club. Now, arrive at the club, and it's a little empty in the beginning, and I'm starting to feel excited. 
Okay. Now, mind you, I took this in the house, got in the car, drove, parked, walked, arrived. So there's some time that's passed, right? So I'm starting to feel excited. Now, I don't know if I'm excited because I'm in Vegas. It's my 21st birthday. I just did something crazy that I've never done before. You know, whatever. Or I don't know if it was kicking in. I don't know. Because it was my first time taking it. You know what I mean? I didn't want to sound stupid and be like, oh my God, it's happening. When it's like, bitch, you still got another 15 minutes. Relax. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I just remember feeling excited. So we get in, we go straight to the bar, I get a water, I use the bathroom and come back out. And all of a sudden we get invited to a VIP section. Now it's not, the, it's not a girl this time. It's actually a guy. It was like these three guys who I guess had got a table and just invited us girls into the booth. Now it got a little tricky because you see that our friend who was hosting us was married at the time. So her husband is, was with us. And typically it gets a little weird when I guess a guy has a VIP booth and invites girls, normally they get thrown off if there's a guy in that group. Um, so they were like, oh, the girls can come in, but the, but the guy can't. And it was awkward because it's like, yeah, that's not, that's not an option. Like the guy's with us. If you don't want to have us in your VIP booth, then I guess we can't sit with you. But the guys kind of made an exception. It was like, you know what? It's fine. It's fine. We, we want you to come in here. So come hang out with us. The guys were cool. And let me just say really fast, when I, you know, going to Vegas, you know, especially being at this age, I felt so cool being invited to all of these VIP sections. But it took me the second time me coming to Vegas that as long as you're young and you're hot and you have on a, <laughs> I don't want to say a slutty enough dress because I didn't look, we didn't look slutty. You know, we wore dresses, but they weren't slutty dresses, okay? But we looked good, you know what I mean? Like, we got dressed, we did our makeup, we, we you know, we were, it was Vegas, you know what I mean? But if you put yourself together enough, it's not that hard to get invited to VIP. I, I mean, it really isn't. At least in Vegas, it's not. And it took me the second time going to Vegas for me to realize that. But, you know, when you're 21 and it's your first time out there, it feels cool. Like, you feel popular. You feel, you feel popping, okay? So... I'm once again in this VIP section. I'm having fun. Now, the way, so the booth that this guy had rented out had a little stage um, in the corner of that booth. Clearly, for anybody who wanted to climb on top and dance on, because the way that the, the stage was sort of like shaped on the corner of the booth, it sort of like, um, it kind of went inside of the crowd a little bit. You know what I mean? So it was almost like I was dancing with the crowd, but on top of the stage. I hope I'm explaining that correctly, but whatever. Just imagine it as well as you can in your head. So I climb onto the stage. All of the girls do. And we're just dancing. And now I really feel like I'm having a good time. Like now I'm like, I'm vibing. I'm like, yes, like I'm good. Like I'm dancing, I'm dancing. We're taking pictures. I'm dancing. Like I think this is the part where I'm probably feeling it. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I see this guy in the corner of my eye. And when I tell you this guy is dead ass, just like standing arm straight at his sides on the opposite. Like he is the only person standing still with through in the crowd, in the middle of the crowd that are everybody's dancing. There's lights, DJs going. I mean, everything. I mean, we're in a club. It is Vegas. I'm sure we weren't the only people rolling. Vegas knows what they're doing. I mean, they even had a, a mist machine 
that would occasionally just like burst out into the entire club like this cool mist and like it just made everybody even more crazy like it, now I understand why they do it I mean hello we're in Vegas I mean shit happens here but um you know everybody's vibing and then you just have this one guy standing in the middle of the club staring directly at me directly at me smiling but directly at me <laughs> and the thing is bitch I'm on another planet okay I'm in another galaxy okay I'm raving with Spongebob in my fucking head okay I'm I'm dancing on the stage I'm having a great time and I noticed this guy like maybe twice like I, I noticed it first but I'm like whatever like I'm having fun second time I notice it again and now I'm like the fuck like okay but again like I'm not nothing is making sense in my head because of everything that's going on but this guy eventually comes up to the stage he doesn't physically get on top of the stage he just walks up to the stage now the stage is not that high up from the ground I want to say that I'm wearing high heels okay um, they weren't that high I mean they were high they were they were, they were, they were heels and he comes up to the stage now my kneecaps are probably at his eye level okay so he's not like the 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 height to different ratio from how I'm standing up on the stage is not that high up if you know what I mean you know he's not like at my ankles he's at my kneecaps if anything so he's looking up at me smiling and I'm like dancing and I'm like looking at him now and now once I notice him because now there's no way of me not noticing him he gestures his hand like come here like you know when somebody wants you to come towards them so they like do that hand movement where they kind of like get you to come forward like come here you know what I'm saying I hope you do because this is the only way I could explain it he's like come here <laughs> so I'm on this fucking stage right mind you you already know what it is and I'm like what <laughs> what <laughs> like as if I could fucking hear him anyway we're at a club and he's like smiling and he's like, come, come here. Like, like almost like, let me tell you something. You know what I mean? So my dumbass bends over. Now I'm bending over, not, not squatting. Okay. And I'm not squatting. I'm not leaning. I'm just bending over to hear him. I move my hair to the side, like to expose my ear. And I'm like, what? Bend over. He takes my arm and he pulls me over his shoulder. Now, this is the thing. The way that the stage is set up and from where he is standing, again, I'm, we're not that, like, I'm not that much taller than him at this point. So by him pulling me over his arm or his shoulder was done so gracefully that I just kind of let it happen. Like, I didn't, like, drop on his shoulder. You know, I didn't, like, fall off the stage onto him. You know, it was like I bent over and that made it easier for him to just pull my arm Pull me over his shoulder. He grabbed onto my legs and started to walk out of the club. Now, I know what you're thinking. Bitch, what the fuck? What did you do? What did, did you do anything? Like, what the hell was going through your head? Bitch, fucking school. Like, I don't know. Like, strobe light. I was on another galaxy. I was on another planet. Like I said before, I was raving with SpongeBob in my head. I didn't know what was going on. I just... One moment I'm dancing on stage and the other moment I'm, 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 
I'm floating across the, the crowd out of the exit. Like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I just, I just remember like it happened and I was like, all right, I'm in it to win it. Like, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Luckily, I have good friends because they saw what happened very quickly. And remember how I told you the girl hosting us, her husband was with us. My friend told my friend's husband at the time was like, hey, this guy took Nicole. You need to go get him. So he jumps out of, the, well, he doesn't jump out, but he, he like gets out of the VIP section super fast, takes a huge, like gets out and around into the crowd, you know, obviously comes towards this guy. And I only know this much detail because this is, this is how we, we obviously talked about it the following day. And so I'm, I'm, I'm understanding the story from everyone's perspective because we talked about it. You know what I mean? So this is how I know he exited the club because obviously I didn't know what the fuck was going on. All I saw was the floor. So he goes towards this guy. He pulls me out of over his arm or his shoulder and he pushes the guy. And it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, but all the guy really did was like, he just like put his hands up and then just like walked away. Like he didn't even fight it. He just like, he was like, oh shit. Okay. Like, I don't know if he thought that if this guy was my man, I don't know if he thought like, I don't know what the, I don't know what was going through this guy's head, but all I know is that he dipped, he left. So my friend's husband at the time took us, you know, he directed me back to the, <laughs> to the VIP booth. And all my friends are like, oh my God, Nicole, are you okay? I saw what happened. And I literally pushed everybody out of my way. And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. And I crawl, I climb over the booth, back onto the stage, into my little corner of the stage and, and continue to dance. <laughs> I was so unfazed. Like, bitch, you almost got kidnapped. And my only thought process going back into that VIP section was like, get out of my way. I need to, I need to dance to this song. This is my song. And I just get back on the stage and I start dancing. Like, my thought process was unbothered. I was just, I didn't care. Guys, I was, I was on Molly. I was rolling. <laughs> oh my God, what it is to be young and dumb. Because honestly, like, thinking back about that moment, like, listen, I don't want to get too dark when I say this, but... It is a blessing that I can tell this story and laugh about it. And I'm so grateful that I have friends, especially at that time in my life, you know, when you're just young and you're out and having fun and careless to see this, th to see this happen and to have a reaction and to get me back to be safe. You know what I mean? Because I'm sure there's many stories very similar to what I'm saying. And the ending is not this. It's something very bad. You know what I mean? Like, and it sucks because most of the time when things like that happen and they do get bad, the girl is still blamed because it's like, well, you were on drugs. What do you expect? You, you know, what did you expect were to happen? You know what I mean? Like, and I don't, I don't want this episode to turn into that, but I also want to make very aware that I'm aware that I'm very fortunate to tell the story with humor because in other case scenarios, it doesn't always end up like that. Um, but yeah, thinking back about it now, though, like on a much lighter note is hilarious because, oh my God, like what the fuck was that guy even thinking? Just grabbing me like that, walking out of the club. Like I think to myself, like, what was, what was his goal? Like, I mean, it was almost like he just noticed me and just liked me and then was like, yeah, let me, I want this one. 
and like just took me off of the stage like as if I was like a fucking teddy bear on a shelf. Like, yeah, 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 let me get this one. I, I'm, I'm good to go. Let, let's go. You know what I mean? It's almost scary to think about it too much, but we're not going to go there. Um, but it was just so funny. But then, but, but that was it. You know what I mean? So like, I don't know. Me and my friends think I almost got kidnapped. I mean, shit, I, I did almost get kidnapped if you think about it. But I don't know. You tell me. Do you think I almost got kidnapped or do you think I was just overreacting? I don't know. I don't know. But to finish off that night, I, um, we ended up leaving the club. We went to another club. But now the club we were going to was actually, it was in Vegas, but it was more like in driving distance. Like it was quicker to drive there than to walk there. So I remember we got in the car and something called peaking happened where I started to breathe really deeply and my heart was beating super fast and my eyes were super dilated and my friends were like oh my god we have to take her to the hospital and luckily the girl you know who lives out in Vegas her and her husband I mean they know what it is I mean they've lived out there they know what it is they they work out there and they were like Nicole you're fine she's just peeking let her let her process it and I lived, obviously. It was fine. I mean, it was, a, it was a little bit of a scary moment because I wasn't really sure what was happening. But by the time we got to the second club, I just wanted to dance. I just wanted to fucking dance. And what sucks is that everyone that we, I was with were, like, I guess they were done. Like, they came down of their, of their experience and were, like, ready to go home. And I was not. I was like, no, I want to stay. Like, I had to keep begging them one more hour. And I feel like those hours went by minutes. I mean, they probably were fucking minutes because we got back to the house. I want to say at like three in the morning, I think, or four in the morning. Um, but, you know, a lot had already happened. I'm sure the incident of the guy almost kidnapping me was pretty stressful for them because it was like, oh, shit, you know, we got to watch out for this one. But, um, but it was a fun night nonetheless. And the following morning was so fucking ratchet. When I tell you the hangover that I had the following day, I never did it again. I mean, I threw up. I felt so shitty. I mean, I'm pretty sensitive, period. But me throwing up was so aggressive that I even had a nosebleed out of it. So... The bathroom was like a combination of vomit and blood. I mean, I don't, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry to get so graphic. But like that come down was so bad. That hangover was so bad that I was like, yeah, this shit ain't fun. It, I don't think it's that fun. Okay. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. So, and that was it. So yeah, no, my Vegas story, I mean, it was just crazy in general. Like, I mean, I had so much fun, you know, thinking back about my 21st birthday. I mean, the last night. Uh, we really went out with a bang. I didn't do anything like that. I just drank. Um, but a bitch got so drunk, I got kicked out of a club. I mean, I could I could dive into that story, but really that's all it was. We went to this club. I drank more than I should have. And I once we got to the second club, I was like, I need to use the bathroom. But I decided to take a nap instead. So I took a nap in the bathroom stall. But when <laughs> my friends tried looking for me, they're like, where did Nicole go? And they go inside the bathroom. But the problem was security saw it. And they all they saw was feet and hair 
spurred out under the stall. <laughs> they were like, oh shit, this bitch passed out. I didn't pass out. I wanted to take a nap. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. But um, they, they kicked me out. They're like, yeah, she got to go. <laughs> so we left. But uh, but I was fine. Like I mean, I mean, I wasn't fine. I was drunk. I mean, I didn't throw up at the club or anything like that. I w but, you know, it is what it is. I was 21. I feel like those things are a rite of passage. You know, you need those crazy stories to tell your kids one day. Or to talk about on a podcast that you decide to launch. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I've always loved storytelling. I always loved having these crazy experiences just to talk about. But yeah. But that was the time I almost got kidnapped in Vegas. It was pretty fun. It was pretty fun. It was pretty fun. Well, there you have it. Guys, thank you so much for listening. I adore you. And I cannot wait for what's to come this season on Hold Up, Let Me Explain. I love you guys. Be safe.